Little Esther was grounded. She had climbed on the roof the day before, really putting her life at risk, just so she could reach the last conquer from the great big horse chestnut in the garden. Conquer fights were her favourite game. Put a string through a conquer with a knot at the end, and there you go, that's your weapon. You then twirl it around, making big circles, and you try to whack it against somebody else's so both conquers, or hopefully just theirs, smashes with a bang into a million pieces. But once all the conquers in the garden were gone, the fun was over. However, when she looked out of her room window, there she saw it, the last conquer of the season, sitting just a little bit away from her windowsill on the roof. She could easily get it. Well, the rest is history. She got caught. She was grounded. And the worst part of it all? Tomorrow was Halloween night. She would miss trick-or-treating. The best night of the year for spookiness, sugar rush and scary fun. It's an American holiday anyway, said her mum crossly. There is no reason we should be celebrating it in the first place. And that was the end of that. Esther climbed back up to her room, feeling like life was just not worth living if she couldn't celebrate Halloween. Was it really someone else's festival anyway? She didn't live in America, but she really loved Halloween. She actually loved all things witchy, black cats, crows, mixing herbs and spices, talking to plants and trees and learning what they're good for, knowing what was coming just before it came, cauldrons, spiders and the moon. She often wondered if she came from a long line of witches. Halloween was surely her celebration too. She lay on her bed and cried and cried and cried for hours, her eyes swelling up and her face going blotchy and puffed up. Eventually, she cried so much that she fell asleep, exhausted. She suddenly jumped up as she felt someone by her side. She opened her eyes and she wasn't sure whether to laugh or shout as a woman that looked a lot like her grandmother, but not quite, was sitting at the edge of the bed next to her. She was wearing animal fur, a long dress, a torque around her neck and her hairdo was a bit on the wild side. Um, who are you? She whispered, rubbing her eyes. I am... Your great, 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 I lived in this area when the world was very different. Our life wasn't as comfortable, but I think in some ways we did have some bits that were better. We really looked and listened to the sun and the moon. They are better at helping us run our lives than your silly clocks. They show us when to sleep, when to wake up, when the weather will be changing, when to plant, when to harvest and when to keep things for the long winter. We're now coming close to that special day of the year called Sawin. Do you know that? 
Oh, Esther was just a little interested. It all sounded like too much effort, looking at the sun and moon all the time, trying to guess what day you're living in. No, I really don't know what you're on about. Well, around the night of the 31st of October, until dusk on the 1st of November, we would celebrate the end of the Celtic year. And that is the end of summer. The end of the harvest and the beginning of the darker side of the year. It's a really magical time as our world and the other magical worlds can come closer to each other. The veils are thinner. That's why we like to put a candle outside our door so our ancestors can find their way home. Food, and remember this, it's important, food is also left out. So any hungry monsters or fairies can have a bite and swiftly move along. Esther could not believe what she was hearing. So Halloween was her own festival after all. This is where it came from, from the UK, from her ancestors. Without another word, not even thanks or goodbye, she left her great, 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 and ran downstairs screaming at her parents that she could not miss out on Halloween as it was her very own holiday called Sawin. She explained all that she had learned in a hurry and her parents did have to Google it to make sure it was true. They couldn't understand where she had got all that information from, but they were proud and impressed that she had done her research. The punishment was still on. However, no trick or treating. Oh, Esther lost all hope. She had been so hopeful it would have been enough to lift her punishment, but it wasn't. And once more, she felt like life was just not worth living. However, said her mum, I don't see why we can't celebrate Samhain as a family. And do you know what happened? What usually happens when you're open to a little bit of change that you weren't expecting something you just thought had to be one way and suddenly it can't and it has to be another and then do you know what happens that what you get is something even better than you thought was possible Esther would never forget that day they started the day by going for a walk to collect beautiful autumn leaves getting the tips of their noses cold and their cheeks red from the morning sun and cold air on the walk, her parents told her all about ancestors she had never met, but that were important to her parents. The quirky tales, the crazy stories of other times when different things were seen as normal. The times they got in trouble and the great adventures with people who had lived through wars and amazing changes in society. When they got home, they used the leaves to decorate and create an altar for all these ancestors she had never really heard about before. The old black and white albums came out to help them travel through their family history. 
Esther's mum put some jewels on the altar that had belonged to some of these people that had lived so long ago. They then started cooking Auntie Mary's butternut squash soup, Uncle John's favourite berry crumble, roasted chestnuts, and they experimented with mixing herbs and spices to make tea, cakes, biscuits, and of course, many, many magic potions. They carved the pumpkins into funny faces. They left them outside for the monsters, as well as some sweets hanging on strings, just in case they were really hungry. Monsters did indeed come, because there was none of those sweets left in the morning. But it did keep them away from coming into the house. They lit candles inside and outside their house, which gave everything that warm, homey glow. Esther's dad sang a song his grandmother used to sing to him, which was really, really quite spooky. He also explained what the meaning of ring a ring of roses, a pocket full of poses, a tissue, a tissue, we all fall down. He explained the meaning of that song, and that was Definitely a scary song for Halloween or Sawin. That was just the best Sawin she could ever hope for. She learned so much. She loved hearing more about her parents when they were little and other people that came before her. From then, every year, as well as trick-or-treating, she remembered her ancestors, their stories, their recipes and songs, and in particular, her great 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 aunt Cloda, who after some careful research, she now knows had been a great 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 witch.